Hello, Forgiver. In this series, Understanding Forgiveness, I want to clarify and debunk some myths about what forgiveness is and what it is not. In today's episode, I'm going to dive into what forgiveness is. So listen closely, grab a pen and a notebook and your favorite beverage, and join me on this journey of discovery. Hello, Forgiver. Welcome to the Forgiveness is for You podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Silva, Forgiveness Guide and Catholic Mindset Coach. I've spent 30 years in therapy for sexual, physical, emotional, and racial trauma, but therapy could only take me so far. I believe that there's freedom in forgiveness, but we cannot do it alone. Do you struggle forgiving yourself or others? Are you ashamed of what happened to you in the past? Do you harbor unforgiveness toward the adults who are supposed to protect you but didn't? Do you resent a whole class of people because you were discriminated against? On this podcast, we talk about all things forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, and how you can begin to forgive yourself, others, and God. Allow me to be your forgiveness guide. Let's begin. Friends, forgiveness changes us. Before we can forgive, we must actually know ourselves, what forgiveness is, and how it works. In this episode, I'm going to unpack what forgiveness is. The way I think about forgiveness is by no means the only way to think about it. There are over 7 billion people on this planet, and we will all forgive in our own way. My goal is for those of us who are stuck in unforgiveness to get an understanding of what it could look like. So what is forgiveness? First and foremost, forgiveness is an act of the will. We decide if, when, and how we will forgive. It's the measure by which we as Christians will enjoy the afterlife. Jesus tells Peter to forgive 70 times 7. That's a lot. And so if we have to do it that many times, we should at least know how to do it or have a process for how to do it. He also tells us in the Our Father prayer to pray Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But Jesus never forces us to do it. And then he always equips us, right? He always gives us the means by which we can. And that is where grace comes in. Grace is a free gift that we receive from the Lord to be able to forgive. The more we forgive, the more we will be forgiven. So by holding on to unforgiveness, we are actually blocking that grace that the Lord wants to give us to open our hearts so that we can forgive someone else. When we struggle with forgiveness, our prayer can simply be, Lord, I want to forgive. Please help my unforgiveness. Secondly, forgiveness is an ongoing or iterative process. We have to do it over and over in some instances, even for a period of months, years, weeks, depending on the situation. In Matthew 18, 21 through 22, Peter asks Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. And Jesus tells Peter he has to forgive 70 times seven. Okay, folks, I did the math on that. And it's 490 times. Jesus did the math on that and he came up with infinity. Okay, jokes aside, what this means is that we must forgive a lot more than we think. 
we might have to forgive the same person for the same act over and over for a period of time. When we can tell the story of the pain without reliving it, we will know that we have finally forgiven that person. If we are preoccupied with the wounds or the feelings of anger, of hurt and resentment, and we cannot tell the story without feeling that pain, then there's still some work to be done. Once we are free from all the anger, hurt, resentment, and pain, we might actually be at a point where we might be able to empathize with that person who hurt us. Also, forgiveness is adaptive. What do I mean by that? With each act of forgiveness, we become someone new. We adapt to the new mindset we've cultivated as a result of the forgiveness. And as we remove every single brick in that wall of unforgiveness, God is able to infuse more and more grace into us to become the person we were created to be. We adapt ourselves to a new reality in which our ties to that person who harmed us are no longer keeping us emotionally bound. We allow the wound to be healed, and now we have space to pay attention to those parts of us that were overshadowed by the pain we carried in our unforgiveness. As Pope John Paul II stated, we can become who we are. I want you to just take a moment to notice how perhaps holding on to unforgiveness is also holding your true self hostage. Are you fully who you are meant to be right now? Is unforgiveness robbing the world of the total wonder that is you? Forgiveness may also involve a grieving process for the loss of who we were meant to be or the life that we were meant to have. The harm that was done to us could have physical, mental, and emotional consequences that last a lifetime. I'm going to demonstrate this with a short story from my own life. If you are a left-handed person, this story might trigger something for you. Feel free to pause or skip this part if you suffered violence as a child as a result of your hand preference. So in early childhood, I naturally gravitated toward left-handedness. By the time I started elementary school, I was a full-fledged lefty. The only thing I did with the right side of my body was play hopscotch because for some reason my brain chose my right foot for just that purpose. The prevailing belief in my culture was that being left-handed made you the devil's child because apparently, and I didn't know this until recently, the devil is left-handed. I was called names, I was corrected, my grandmother and my uncles and my cousins, when I would eat with my left hand, I would hold my spoon with my left hand, they would switch it over to my right hand. And then when I started school, my teacher used a ruler to wrap me over the knuckles every time that I used my left hand to write. A note got sent home and then my family really got on board with the teacher because they were told that I needed to become right-handed. And it didn't take long for my six-year-old brain to go into protection mode and switch hands. Later, uh, as a parent watching my own children go through the process of choosing their hand preference, I had to work through a process of forgiveness of my family and my teacher. They believed that what they were doing was in my best interest, but the biggest struggle in working through this pain story was mourning the loss of who I was meant to be. I believe that God had created me to be a left-handed person for a reason. 
but it was literally beaten out of me. The mourning process for who I was meant to be took a long time. But today, I can tell this story freely without any feelings of anger and resentment. And research has proven that left-handed people are particularly gifted with language. I became an English teacher. I've taught thousands of students how to speak, read, and write this beautiful language, all while using my right hand. And I don't mean that as a pun. As you've listened to me talk about forgiveness today, I hope that you can see that forgiveness is multifaceted. There is no one way to do it. And also, even though it is an act of the will, there is a process that leads up to that decision to forgive. When we are wounded, those parts of us that are wounded tend to be disintegrated from our whole self. And once we can work through that disintegration and heal those wounds, we can get to a place where we can decide to extend forgiveness to the person or people who have harmed us. In my next episode, I will continue to discuss what forgiveness is, and following that, I will be talking about what forgiveness is not. Until next time, God bless you. Please be tender with yourself. Forgiveness is serious business. May the grace of the Lord be with you as you contemplate what you learn today. If this podcast is making a difference in your life, please hit subscribe below and consider writing a review. Share the link with a friend, take a screenshot and share on your social media. Connect with me as your forgiveness guide. I will hold space for you as you work through your pain and rewrite your story. Sign up for my 5 Days to Forgiveness self-guided mini audio retreat at www.drkaren.com. Check out my website for how you can bring me to your church or small faith sharing group. And remember friends, forgiveness is for you.